welcome to the Equipus Church Surrey podcast. We hope today's message encourages and inspires you. Oh, how much that is your feet? Oh, we're going to pray before we uh, get into the, the Word of God tonight. Are we ready to receive? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much uh, for your presence tonight. We, we thank you for how we've worshipped and Lord, how your presence has already come and dwelt among us tonight and... Um, Father, I pray that we would encounter you tonight. Pray that tonight wouldn't just be just any old church service, but I pray that, Holy Spirit, you would come and open our ears to hear. You would come and bring a sensitivity to what you're wanting to say to us tonight, how you're wanting to communicate. And Father, I ask you to anoint me to bring this word. I pray that everyone listening would receive with an anointing to hear. And that, Father, your word, what you want to be communicated tonight, would penetrate into every heart in this place. We pray that tonight, Father. And I pray, Lord, by the time we leave, that, Lord, not only would we be encouraged, would be edified, but would be inspired to go out and take your name and your presence into our week with us. Wherever we go, school, college, work, that, Lord, we would go carrying that amazing anointing that comes from you that people would recognize something on our lives that is supernatural, that brings peace and joy and breakthroughs into situations. And we just declare that tonight, Father, in your name. Amen. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. We'll give your neighbor a high five. And uh, on the way, Dan. Fantastic. Um, As we were thinking about Love Week, Monica just reminded me, um, uh, if you haven't got a project Right now, for those of you who don't know, uh, Monica and I live uh, in a house with quite a big amount of land. It's more like a field, and my ride-on mower broke down about three weeks ago, and our and our land is becoming more like a meadow than it is a back garden. And so, just to say, I've got a great community project for anyone who hasn't yet found their project. I've got a great project. It's going to be a blessing uh, to the community that I'm part of. And, um, and my family is part of, I'm only joking, I wouldn't ask you to do that. All right, well tonight um, we're going to continue speaking about um, kind of what we've been talking about over the last few weeks, particularly in the morning uh, services if you've been around, because um, I want to continue to talk about hearing God's voice, hearing God's voice. We've been uh, speaking in some of the 1030 services about uh, the importance of listening to what God is saying. How God is always speaking, but the question is, are we listening? Amen. 5 p.m. service. Are we listening? And uh, how you know, uh, we can be in an environment where God is speaking and we can completely miss it because we're not actually tuned into what he's saying. We can hear the audible words of a preacher and yet miss the Spirit of God speaking into our hearts. And so tonight I pray that uh, you don't miss anything tonight. I pray that you are tuned in to hear what God is saying. Um, I talked in uh, one morning service about the voice of God. So we want to we hear God, but we also want to recognize His voice. And, and of course, He speaks to us through the Holy Spirit. Um, let me just read this to you, uh, just an amazing scripture, Isaiah 50, uh, verse 4 to 5. And um, this is a prophetic scripture um, talking about Jesus. Um, but I believe that by faith, we can actually enter into what it's talking about. Here's what it says. It says, the sovereign Lord has given me his words of wisdom. 
so that I know how to comfort the weary. I love this next part. Morning by morning, he wakens me and he opens my understanding to his will. The sovereign Lord has spoken to me and I have listened. I have not rebelled and I've not turned away. I I love that thought that um, we can awaken in the morning and the Holy Spirit can speak to us words to encourage the people that we come into, um, we we meet every day, um, but also he can open our understanding to his will. So who's ever asked the question, what's the will of God? You ever asked that question? God, what's your will? You know, what do you want me to do? Uh, What decision am I to make? What am I meant to do today? Help me, Lord. And I just love this scripture, and I've started to pray it over my own life. When I wake up in the morning, I, I remind myself of Isaiah 40, and I say, Lord, this morning, you are gonna open me up to understand your will. You're gonna give me words to encourage people everywhere I go. Uh, If I'm leading a meeting, you're going to help me to do that. Uh, If it's just living my life, you're going to help me to do that. And my ears are open to hearing. So there's an expectation that God is going to speak. I I wonder sometimes if we don't go through life with um, kind of no expectation or a limited expectation that God's going to speak. But I want to encourage you tonight. God is speaking, but are we listening? I just need the house lights up a little bit, please, guys, because I can't see everyone's beautiful faces. There we go. Um, God is speaking. Are we listening? Uh, And I want to encourage you. He is speaking. And you do have the ability to listen. Um, The New King James Version of the same verse says this. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. The Lord has opened my ear. Everyone say, the Lord has opened my ear. Now say it like you believe it. Say, the Lord has opened my ear. Not our, not our physical ears, but the ears of our spirit. Come on, he's opened our ears. And we've just got to have an anticipation. God's opened my ear. I have the ability to hear. He's going to speak to me today. It's going to bless other people, but it's going to bless my life as well. And we need to hear, don't we? We need to hear for a number of different reasons. We need to hear because it's how we grow in faith. We need to hear it because it's our spiritual food every day. We need to hear because we need divine direction. We need to hear because we want the strength that comes from God. We want His strategy. We want His plans. We want the answers to our problems. Amen? We need to hear from God. Now, let me just say this um, to the 5 p.m. service. How does God speak? Like, just basics for a moment, but it's important we understand it. How does God speak? Because if you're waiting for God to speak to you audibly, I want to suggest you might be waiting a long time. If I was to say, how many of you have ever heard God audibly speak to you in this room? There might be one person, I don't know, who on one occasion. But the, but the reality is, is, is God does not speak audibly very often. And if you meet someone who says God is speaking to them audibly all the time, I would have an alarm bell go off. 
In fact, I heard somebody say this once. I thought it was really good. They said, if God has to speak to you audibly, it's because he's tried every other way to communicate to you, and he could not get through to you, so he spoke audibly. So speaking audibly to someone is not, a, is, is not like a badge of how spiritual you are. It could be a badge of how spiritually deaf you are. So we don't need God to speak to us audibly because he speaks to us by his spirit, amen? And his spirit lives on the inside of us. And so he speaks to us. What do I mean by his spirit speaking to us? I mean, I mean we sense. We, we have an impression. We, we have a feeling. Uh, we have a leading. We, we have a feeling. Something we read in the Bible jumps off the page at us. And we think, oh, I don't know for sure, but I think God... You're speaking to me via what I've just read. Is this making any sense? You know, God's speaking to you sometimes when you have a burden to pray. Sometimes you wake up or sometimes you're walking through the day and you think, man, I need to pray for that person. And uh, there are many, many amazing testimonies of people stopping and praying because they felt compelled to pray only to find out at a latter date that at that very moment, Something significant was happening in a person's life, and their prayers was actually what was protecting them in that moment. So, so, so to hear God is not to hear an audible voice. It's just to hear a sense, a leading, a feeling, a maybe, I, and I think it's I, I have a sense that. People will sometimes say to me, how do you choose what to preach? I've never once woken up and heard an audible voice say, this is what you're to preach. Or when it comes to a theme for the year, this is what you're to preach. In fact, the building that we just showed, um, which is a really an amazing answer to prayer, as Neil said, for 10 years, the owners of this building have been approached relentlessly by faith groups, community groups, property developers. You can see the size of the land. It's right in the middle of Weybridge. It is worth an absolute bomb. And they have been relentlessly pursued and requested that they be allowed to use their land. But it's just been a no, 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 no. But somewhere along the line, a group of us had a feeling, just a sense, just a Maybe there's something in that building. We're drawn to it. We can't keep walking past it. We feel like there's something in it. And so we just wrote letters to all of the trustees, and we did it the old school way. Not even an email. It was a physical letter through the door of the trustees of the charity who look after that building. And when they received it, their spirits lit up. They were hearing from God. And they said, wow, we don't know what this is, but we got to meet these people. And when they met us and we talked about our mission and what we wanted to do, they said, wow, do you know the name of our church? I said, no. They said, the name of our church is the World uh, Korean, it's a big name, by the way. It's Korean World Outreach Mission Center. In other words, they are a church that's on mission. They wanted to train people to go all around the world. In fact, in that building, they've trained over a thousand Korean missionaries have come through that building and have been sent on to different places in the world. And so there was an aligning. There was a, there was a, there was a leaping in both. And I'm meeting this Korean pastor who doesn't speak amazing English. He speaks enough English, and uh, I don't know his age, but he's definitely uh, maybe more mature. And as we're speaking, something in me is getting more excited. Something in him is getting more excited. 
Because why? God's brought us together. And so why do we need to hear God speak? We need to hear God speak because He has the answers to our problems. He has the solutions to what we don't know right now. Maybe you've got a problem. Maybe you've got something you do not know how to work out. I've got good news for you. You don't have to do it by yourself. God has given us His Holy Spirit, and He's speaking. The question is, are we listening? Amen. Are we listening? All right, so let me just share really quickly. I'm going to do this fast. Three things, three things about hearing from God. And this is pretty basic stuff, but I think it's important we understand it. Number one, when it comes to hearing from God, I want to say hearing from God is innate. It's innate. In other words, it's natural. It is natural. You are wired to hear from God. You are wired to hear from God. It is in your born-again Christian nature to be able to hear from Him. And, and, and I was preaching in Richmond this morning, and I said, you know what? If you believe that you can't hear from God, that is a lie from the enemy. You have the ability to hear from your Creator. Isn't that good news tonight? What is, what is Christianity all about? Christianity is about a relationship. Monica and I will be married 19 years at the end of this year. We have a relationship. She talks, I listen, I talk, she listens. We go back and forth. Sometimes we have conflict. Then we resolve it. We celebrate, we have hype, but we journey together. How can we go through our Christian lives never hearing from God and call that a relationship? That's not relationship. That's, you know, the, you know <laughs> the silence is not golden in that scenario. Like, we got to hear from God, don't we? We got to hear from God because that's the relational aspect of it. The Bible says, taste and see the Lord is good. Uh, in other words, we're not just going to know in our minds that God is good, but we're actually going to know Him as our Heavenly Father communicating with us. So you have the ability to hear from God. Here's what it says, if you really want to, um, if you're here tonight and you say, man, I want to dig into this a little bit more, I want to encourage you to spend a little bit of time studying John chapter 10. John chapter 10, I will briefly mention it tonight, but it's a great place for you to go and study because I want you to come to a point in your life when you say it is absolutely possible and normal for me to hear from God. So John 10 verse 3 says this, the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and they come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of of them and they follow him, listen to this, because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. Verse 27, my sheep, this is Jesus speaking, my sheep, that's you and me, listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. How cool is that? You know, we're the sheep. Jesus is the shepherd. The Bible says he speaks because we're the sheep. We recognize his voice and we follow him. Here's a little side thought uh, for you to think about, is the sheep follow the shepherd 
the shepherd doesn't drive the sheep. Say that again. The sheep follow the shepherd. The shepherd doesn't have to drive the sheep. The shepherd walks in front of the sheep. The sheep recognize the shepherd's voice, and they follow where the shepherd goes rather than the shepherd coming behind with a big stick and driving them. Now, he has a stick, and he uses it sometimes to keep them in line, but he doesn't drive them. He walks in front of them. The sheep hear his voice, that's you and me, and they follow him. So you and I, we have the ability, it's innate, it's in us, it's in your nature, it's in your Christian DNA that you can hear the voice of God. Everyone say amen if you believe it. Here's the second thing. Uh, Not only is it innate, but number two, it's learned. It's learned. Everyone say it's learned. How many of you know when you were a baby, you had to learn how to speak? You had to learn how to speak. You didn't come out of your mother's womb. Well, that would be a crazy thought, wouldn't it? Uh, You popped out of your mother's womb and you were able to have complete conversation then and there. No, no, no. You you learned how to speak. You learned how to speak. And actually, as we get older, we know how to speak, but we've got to learn how to listen. So you've actually got to learn how to listen to the voice of God. You know, oftentimes we you know, meet people and it's like, well, I hear God or I don't hear God. Like I, I, I hear God speak or a different group of people will say, well, I don't hear God speak. But I want to say, you know, life is not black and white and the journey with God is not black and white. You can learn to hear him speak to you. Isn't that good news? You know, so, so my, my personality, my nature, um, I did not grow up like hearing God speak to me all the time. So just in case you think, well, he's spiritual in a way I'm not, and, you know, God just speaks to him, it's easy for him. No, 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 that is not the truth at all. In fact, for many years, I would say, man, I, I can't hear God. I struggle to hear God. Even, even sometimes as a pastor, uh, you know, there's times when I've said to Monica, like, man, you hear God so much more easily than I do. Like, it's, uh, why can't I hear God? But I've learned it's not about you can or you can't. You can learn to hear God's voice. You can learn. How do I know this? I know this because we find it in Scripture. So two examples really quickly of people who learn how to hear God's voice. The first is one of the greatest prophets in the whole Bible. His name is Samuel. Samuel, one of the greatest prophets. What does a prophet do? A prophet hears from God, and a prophet speaks what God says. And in the book of Samuel, prophet, uh, Samuel is a young boy, and he's gone to live in the temple, and he does not know how to hear God's voice, but he lies down on his bed, and he starts to discern something speaking to him. He doesn't know who it is. He doesn't know what it is. And so he goes to his kind of master, if you like, Eli, and he says, are you calling me? And Eli says to him, no, I'm not calling you. Go back to bed. Goes back to his bed, and again, he starts to sense Starts to feel someone's communicating with him. Gets up, goes to Eli. Are you speaking to me? Eli says, I'm not speaking to you. Go back to bed. And the third time this happens, Eli says this. Let's just read it together. On verse uh, 9, he says to Samuel, go and lie down again. And if someone calls again, say, and this is a great thing for all of us to pray, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Everyone say that with me. Everyone say, speak, Lord, 
your servant is listening. Say it again. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. That is a great, great prayer for every believer to learn to pray. Speak, Lord, I'm listening. Speak, Lord. I love to pray that in my devotionals. I love to pray that in my time with God. I say, God, speak. I'm listening. I'm ready for you to speak to me. I've got my notebook open. I've got my pen ready. I've got my iPad open, whatever it is. I'm ready. God, I know you got something for me. What's it going to be? Speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. And so Samuel goes back to bed. The Lord calls him before Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel replies, speak, your servant is listening. Can I suggest to you tonight, if you're here and you say, I really, 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 really want to learn to listen to the voice of the Lord, that is a great prayer to start your day with. Speak, Lord, your servant's listening. Lord, I don't know what to do about this problem at work. Speak, Lord, your servant's listening. Lord, I don't know what to do about this relationship problem. Speak, Lord, your servant's listening. Lord, I don't know what to do with this health situation. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Amen? And if we'll learn to listen, I promise you, he's speaking. Here's the next example of someone that learned to listen to the voice of God, and it's Solomon. And if you know the story of Solomon, Solomon, David's son, Uh, God comes to Solomon in a dream, and he says, Solomon, you can have whatever you want. Ask me for whatever you want, and you can have it. And most translations say that Solomon asked for wisdom, but I actually like what it says in the NLT, uh, and I'll tell you why it says this in a moment. Solomon said this, give me an understanding heart so that I can govern your people well. The Hebrew word. The Hebrew word for what he's speaking there literally means a listening or a hearing heart. Isn't that a cool prayer? God goes, Solomon, whatever you want, you can have it all. And Solomon says, here's what I want above everything else. I want to have a listening and a hearing heart. Man, I've started to pray that over my my life afresh. I'm like, Lord, I want a listening heart. A listen, listening heart. A hearing heart. I don't want to be the person that's in an environment where God is speaking, but I don't hear it. I don't want to be the person. I loved Mark Ritchie's illustration last Sunday night, if you weren't here. He, he talked about making tea. Does anybody remember that? He talked about making tea, and he talked about uh, there's a number of ways that you make tea, but you, you can have a, a jug or, a, or, a, or whatever you call it, a cup of boiling water, and you can take a tea bag, and you can dip it in and take it straight back out again, and that's going to give you a very weak cup of tea, or you can put it in there, and you can leave it in there, and you can stew it in there until your spoon stands straight up in the cup. I love that illustration because here's what he's saying. He's saying if we really want to learn to listen to God, we can't just jump in and out. We can't just be in and out and, oh, wow, I heard God. No, that's not how God works. We've got to actually learn. Um, I was was explaining this to a family member of mine this week. I won't embarrass them by saying who it is. But I was explaining to them the nature of a devotion, the nature of a morning devotion is to express devotion to God. It's not to get through it as quickly as possible. 
It's not to read the words on the page and move on as quickly as possible. But a devotion is to say, God, I am devoted to you. You have my attention. I'm, I'm here for you. I'm not going anywhere. I'm listening to what you have to say, Lord. And, and, and that is how we learn uh, to hear the voice of God. So, so number one, hearing from God is innate. Number two, hearing from God is learned. But number three, hearing from God is matured. It's matured. You know, we, we can actually grow to a maturity in hearing from God. Uh, so I, I shared this voice. It's not coming up on the screen, by the way. But I shared this voice, uh, this verse rather, last Sunday morning. Romans 8 verse 14 says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So if you're led, if you're led by the Spirit of God, then you're a child of God. But the Passion Translation puts it like, like this. The mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. You see, if you need an audible voice to speak to you, I, I, I want to suggest that, you know, you got some growing to do in the area of maturity of hearing from God. Like it doesn't take a lot of maturity to have an audible voice tell you what to do. John Matz, go out the door, turn left, get in your car, drive to that shop, sell all your guitar equipment, Give the money to the poor. No. Yeah, like, you know, that, it's, it, will be, it will be nice, but it really doesn't take a lot of maturity to hear from God when you have an audible voice. But mature people, m- mature Christians have learned to decipher, have learned to tune their ear to what God is saying. And I want to encourage you tonight, you can be mature when it comes to hearing the voice of God. Say amen if you receive that. You can be mature. You need to be a child for the rest of your life. You don't need to be a child and say, oh, I'm like I've been a Christian for 20 years and I still struggle to hear the voice of the Lord. You don't need to do that. You can learn, you can grow, you can come mature. That's exciting. Because if I'm mature in hearing God speak, man, that is going to be incredibly helpful to my life. Amen. You know, um, people who are blind, in order for them to read, they have to learn a new language, which is called Braille. And um, I can't imagine what it is like to be blind and to be able to put my fingers on a piece of paper that, that have these tiny little dots, tiny little indentations in the paper that are so small, but they have the ability, they've learned how to do it, that they can put their hand onto a piece of paper. They can't see anything potentially, or their vision is not good, but they can put their hand on a piece of paper, and they can sense, and they can feel they have become sensitive to the dots on the paper that mean they can read the words on that page. Isn't that incredible? Like that's an amazing thing. But I I wanna say as Christians, as Holy Spirit-filled believers, you and I have the ability to learn to read what God is saying as we increase our sensitivity. That's amazing. You know, you, know you, and, you and I can learn how to walk into a room and sense what God is doing 
simply through our senses, what we pick up in the spirit, what we pick up in the atmosphere, we can do that. We, we can learn to sense what is happening in another person's life as the Holy Spirit shows us by developing a sensitivity to what He's, what he's doing, amen? But it's learned. We're not just gonna wake up one day and say, wow, I can do it. But we gotta develop a hunger to say, man, I really want that for my life. I really want that. Lord, I, I really wanna learn how to hear what you're doing, sense what you're doing, figure out how you're speaking, be sensitive to what you're doing in that person's life or that person's life or what you're saying to me right now, what you're saying to our church, what you're saying to my connect group, what are you leaning into? How many of you would like to be better at that? Come on, that's an amazing thing to learn how to do in life. And I just wanna say it is not unattainable It is yours to learn and grow and to mature into. And God is going to enable you to do that if you're hungry for it. I think that is incredible. Amen. I'm going to finish with this. I don't have have time to cover it all. But four words. You can write these four words down. And I would love to go into it, but I haven't got time. Four requirements to hearing God's voice. Are you ready? Four requirements to hearing God's voice. First two go together. Number one, attention. Number two, humility. Attention and humility. If you want to learn how to get, hear God's voice, you've got to have attention and you've got to show humility. Here's what it says, Proverbs 4 verse 20. My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn my ear to your words. If you want to hear God speak, you're going to have to start paying attention. Let me put it like this. If you want to hear God speak, you're going to have to start giving Him your undivided attention. Like watching TV and hearing God speak at the same time don't work. Scrolling through social media or having your phone give you notifications every 30 seconds while you are trying to have a devotion from God, have you discovered it by now? Come on, who's discovered it by now? It doesn't work. God is not gonna compete with your notifications, FYI. God is not gonna compete with Netflix. God is not gonna compete with cooking the dinner. God is not gonna compete with whatever is taking your attention away right now. He is not interested in doing it. If you wanna hear from Him, you gotta give Him your full attention. You gotta give Him your full attention. And not only do you need to give Him your full attention, you need to incline your ear, which means you gotta come with humility. If you think you have all the answers, why bother go to God? Why bother? Like, I already know what's gonna happen. I already know what I want. God, if you could just do this for me in this order, at this time, in this way, that'd be fantastic. No, that's not prayer. That's not a relationship. That is prideful because we don't know the way that God wants to do it. So if you wanna hear God, you gotta give Him good attention and you gotta have humility. And there are many scriptures I could talk about. Here's the second kind of two things, if you like, is, is number three is time. And number four is quietness, time and quietness. Possibly two of the most fundamental things in life that we either don't have a lot of or we don't do a lot of. If you wanna hear God, you gotta give Him time. 
God's not going to jump into your 30-second break, your 30-second window of opportunity. You've got to give Him the time He desires. But fourthly, you've got to give Him quietness. You've got to give Him quiet. Let, let me just read this to you. Psalm 46, verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. Psalm 62, verse 1. I wait quietly before God, for my victory comes from Him. I wait quietly for Him. Amen? I wait time. I wait time quietly before God. Psalm 62 verse 5, let all that I am wait quietly before God, for my hope is in Him. Amen? Pretty simple stuff, isn't it? Like it's not rocket science. Give Him attention. Come with humility. Give Him time. Make sure there's quietness. And we can learn to tune in to hear God's voice. But you take one of those away. Your time is divided. You're going to struggle to hear Him. You come with preconceived ideas of what the answers are going to be. You're going to struggle to hear Him. You don't give Him any time to speak. You're going to struggle to hear Him. And you don't create any quietness in your life and your world is noisy. And by quiet, you know, noisy, I mean your internal world is noisy. You're going to struggle to discern what He's saying. One of the greatest things we can learn to do is quieten our spirit on the inside so we can hear what He has to say to us. Amen. How about standing to your feet? Let's pray. How many of you want to hear the voice of God? Give me a wave. Amen. (laughs) Second question. How many of you are prepared to embark upon a lifestyle to allow you to hear from God? Different question. It's a lifestyle. It's not a formula. It's not, 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 you can't put A plus B equals C. It's a lifestyle. There is a lifestyle to hearing God speak. And I want to encourage you, a lot of younger people in the room, I know a lot of people who are newer to faith in the room, I want to encourage you, come on, put those building blocks in now. It will sustain you throughout the rest of your life. And actually, it'll probably avoid you going through a lot of pain. One of the mistakes I've made many times in my life is I've assumed what God wants to do rather than going to God and asking Him what He wants to do. Any other witnesses out there tonight? It's like, I know what God wants to do. I'm just going to go for it. Like I saw it work over there, so it's definitely going to work here. And then I launch out, only to discover that's not what God wants to do here. And if only I'd taken the time to get alone with God, to get quiet with God, to give Him the time to speak, to tune in, to hear what He had to say, I would have saved myself a lot of pain and probably been further down the journey of where I'd like to be. Amen. Thank you for listening today. If you'd like to connect with Equippers Church, then please visit equippers.co.uk and say hello. And if you enjoyed today's message, you can subscribe and share it with a friend.